Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo! to Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of November 12th, 2015. I'm sorry, I'm in shock because the Nintendo directors happened. My name is Jose Otero. This is IGN's Nintendo Show. Joining me once again is Brian Altano. Rap, rap. And filling in for the wisest German around, Per Schneider is, who's not with us, is Callie Pleggy. The second wisest German around. Yes, you, you're this also is German. true. My last name's German. Uh, Close so enough. I'm, that's why I'm replacing Per. Yep. All right. There is a ton of stuff Welcome to talk back. about. A Thank Nintendo you. Direct just happened. We are all, I, I want to say we are excited. We're happy oh, for yeah, the most yeah. part. So like, excited. Started on a great note, ended on a great note. Some in the middle, we'll get to that. But let's just get it out of the way. Twilight Princess HD announced this was outed by Dana Binding in October mm -hmm. it turned out to be real mm -hmm. are we excited about this do you what do you think know? of it what do you think of it first like just seeing it uh so it's 
not right off the right off the bat. It's not the most beautiful looking thing it's, they've showed us. No. You know, I will say like uh, I'm very excited for this because this game never really looked great mm-hmm. artistically. Uh, it was always a gorgeous game graphically, never really so much. It was a game that I got at the Wii launch that I uh, ended up playing for two weeks until my component cables came in, and I plugged those in expecting it to look so much better, and it really didn't. But in terms of preservation, I think it's awesome that a lot of people are going to get to play this game for the first time. It's not. It's definitely not as stunning as Wind Waker HD. That being said, I want to see more. Twilight Princess has some of my favorite tom- uh, temples and dungeons mm-hmm. in any Zelda game ever. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a really cool idea. I think the uh, the Link, <clears throat> the Wolf Link Amiibo thing is a real cool thing too. It's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Amiibo support carries over to Zelda Wii U in 2016. So um, yeah, there's some cool stuff there. It's not... It's not a knock it out the park type of thing, but it's, you know, they do a lot of singles and doubles during the uh, directs, and this was a triple. So I'm excited for it. Okay. Uh, Callie, your thoughts based Um, on what you saw? My first thought initially was what's going to be the swift sale. You know, with uh, Wind Waker, we got an enhancement to something that was like a major gripe for a lot of people the first time around. And, you know, some people complain about, you know, the the length of Twilight Princess, not the length, the length. Or the opening specifically. It took an hour to get to like. I need a swift sale through that tutorial. Exactly. Exactly. Fast goats. That's the, that's the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So that's, maybe that's, that would be so cool. actually. (laughs) Speed goats. Speed goats. Um, yeah, that's my first thought is, are they going to improve that aspect? Is it going to be... Because obviously it wasn't visually that impressive to me. Um, I mean, I because of my reaction to when you said that. But um, I don't... I, I, I don't... I'm not super like, this isn't like, yeah, I can't wait to replay this if sure. they don't in, yeah. enhance It is interesting, it. though. It's been... It's been... How, how many years since this game was out? Eight? Eight years. That's a long Nine? time. Yeah. And, you know, I look, I really... 2006. I yeah. look back on a lot of that game as as a certifiable classic. Like, there's a lot of really good stuff there. There's some weird kind of fetch quest stuff. I think that, yeah. like, and I don't want to... It's weird that talking, going into spoiler territory on a game that's been out for eight years. But there's some stuff in there when you turn into a wolf and you have to basically find bugs in towns mm-hmm. that could be a little quicker. So I'm totally right. with you in that yeah. there's – I'm excited about where this is going visually. Um, I'm more excited about sort of the tweaks and streamlining stuff that they do to it a la Wind Waker. Exactly. You basically said it better than I could have because um, that's my b- big takeaway is mm. – I want to see Wind Waker type improvements, like the the Triforce fetch quest stuff we saw. Exactly. Like what's what's the version of that in terms of uh, finding bugs and collecting stuff? Here right. In right. This game? I am really pumped about that Wolf Link amiibo, though. Yeah, he's is, really cool. Nice. I love the Zelda okay. amiibos. Okay. So, <clears throat> so then uh, for at least for me to weigh in, I mean, I definitely posed to this panel. Uh, how much I thought they didn't need this game in March or in the first quarter, if that was the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, did you go that far all the way out to March? I don't know if I went that far out, but I, I did say this year. I, I just didn't want it this year. Like for me, the 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 gem is still Zelda for Wii U, um, yeah. and we're gonna get to that they showed that. But I mean, I'll take it. Like fine. Like I remember Pear's argument very well. You're, we're talking about a system that needs games, needs first party games, right. needs them in a relatively quick turnaround frame. I think my issue with Zelda right now, though, especially Twilight Princess and specifically remakes, is that why is Zelda the token child, the poster child for remakes at Nintendo? Mario, Metroid, I mean, I can go on. Like, there are so many franchises. Like, what is up with the franchise care at Nintendo? To me, like, I just, I get it. Like, hardcore gamers care about Zelda. I care deeply about the Zelda series. It is the one game that will always bring me back to a Nintendo platform. I've said that plenty of times. Mm -hmm. But... I've had a lot of Zelda remakes in the past five years. I didn't really think I wanted another one. And I'm going to play this one. I'm eager to see it. One thing I think we, uh, we missed was it doesn't look like it. It looks like it is supporting the controller, the GameCube controller configuration. The footage they showed, none of it looked like it was motion driven. Link is left handed again, right. which was the way he was on the GameCube version, which was the original version of that game. Mm-hmm. The Wii version, everything was mirror reversed. And remember, they added then motion controls for the right sorts. So are you saying that any, anyone who played the Wii version is going to have to play a flipped version of this game as of right now. I mean, we don't know if one of the features is you can play with motion or not motion. I mean, that would be cool. I'm curious to see how they integrate the gamepad into this experience. Specifically, like with Wind Waker, I felt like one of the other short, uh, one of the other cool things about it was the way it took advantage of the gamepad. Yes. The way you were using it for inventory, the way you're using it for maps, yep. especially in a game like Wind Waker, which was all about like charting the uncharted waters. It yep. felt like the gamepad was a good place to do that. Um, but I want to. I want to then roll back to. I, I'll play it. Fine. I, I'll take it. I mean, I have no choice, and I'm exci- I'll be excited for it. Let, let's get that out of the way. 
But why is Zelda the poster child You're right. of remakes we've, we've of Nintendo? Gotten, we've got an Ocarina of Time. we got Majora's Mask. we got Wind Waker. And now we got Twilight Princess, which means that – and it kind of – I mean – to a lesser extent, uh, we saw ports of every one of their Zelda games in the meantime, and we saw mm-hmm. a semi-sequel to A Link to the Past. We right. got Mario Galaxy, Perfect. a right. game that right. I remember when we sat here and talked about it, and I said, okay, the Wii version's good enough. If you had given me the choice, yeah, I'd probably have taken an HD version of that game, not to contradict myself, but... Okay, let's say any Wii game was up for grabs right now to be remade. I'd say point to a Mario. Give me a Metroid game. Why this? Why I'd even now? go. I'd even go back to Mario sixty four, which is a game That's, we saw on the yeah. on the DS, which arguably was worse in a lot of ways, control wise. Right. Not arguably, definitely was worse <laughs> yeah. control wise. Yeah. Had some more expanded content, but you're right. I mean, we're seeing a lot of Zelda remakes now. I want to ask you this: like, you're. I know you play. You go back to the 3D Zeldas a lot more than I think anybody I know. Have you played through Twilight Princess recently? Uh, actually, I just started it up a week ago. Really? Um, just to, and I was doing the opening tutorial, and I was kind of getting immersed. In you it just again. finished it. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, right. That was I was just finishing the tutorial when they yep. went and announced the HD version. No, I, I um, most of it was driven by that I had gotten 40 hours into that game and then took a big break and wanted to kind of connect the dots, revisit it. You know, we got a big Zelda coming this year, so all that was fueling my my ideas. I, I mean, whatever. It's Zelda's 30th anniversary in 2016. We yeah. knew that. They're going to use this as a marketing term for this game. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, I, that's where I was with that. And I, I'll play it. Like, I'm, I'm there. But my thing is with Nintendo, Nintendo rarely does remakes. And whenever they do, they seem to address key criticisms about that game in, in question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people want sunshine. Like, what? Why, why, is, why is Mario Sunshine ignored? Why is Galaxy ignored? Oh, I'd be so happy you know, in sunshine. I, I think it's because this does feel like a direct response to the fact that Zelda for Wii U was delayed. This was a, I mm-hmm. feel like this was a, a stopgap decision that was made in, in lieu of that delay. Well, I think if Zelda Wii U is on track for spring or whatever it is, or end of this year, whatever it was mm-hmm. originally in their minds on track to deliver on, um, you would not be seeing this decision. Mm-hmm. Whereas Mario is sort of, we just got Mario Maker. I think they feel like Mario fans are, are satisfied for a little while. Mm-hmm. I, I think as like a 3D platforming Mario fan who absolutely loved 3D World and, and saw how gorgeous that yeah. was. Like, take some of those assets and bring them over to 64. You know, yeah. bring them mm-hmm. a sunshine. Like, Remake those games too. Uh, it doesn't have to be a one or the other thing. I'm glad that Zelda games are being remade. I think it's 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 possible to support both, and I think everyone knows the Wii U would only benefit from a, a, a kind of r- more robust library, of, even of remakes. But yeah, you're 100 percent right. I want to see more Marios get the HD treatment, and they so don't. I will throw one more thing out there. Why wasn't this good enough for E3? Why was the existence of Twilight Princess something we had to wait until now? to hear about and be excited for. That's the thing. And I'm not trying to say there's something like terrible behind that thinking. It's just that mm-hmm. I feel like at E3 they walked in with almost nothing. Yeah. And we walked out kind of like, uh... I Yeah, I mean, if I were, for me, and I was like, well, we don't have Zelda Wii U, but we have Twilight Princess. Like, if, if I posed that, I'd feel really embarrassed. Like, oh, mm. this just sounds like we're just kind of really trying to cover right. ourselves up. So that could be a reason that okay. wasn't left for E3, because it just kind of sounds squirmy. Like, also, oh, we don't have the one thing you wanted, but we do have Yeah, this. yeah. I think yeah. I, you're, to- um, you're totally right. And that's why I do like the way they balanced it today of sort mm-hmm. of like, here's that game. And a lot of people are like, oh, where's the new one? And they're like, well, here's the new one too. Well, but you yeah. could have done that yeah. at E3. Like, I still think you could have pulled both, driven that excitement and gotten people happy about that. Yeah, like, but I do you, feel that way. But these, you also, if it wasn't ready to show, sorry, I don't mean to cut no, you no. off. If it wasn't ready to show, and I get that answer, right? It mm-hmm. could have been like Nintendo doesn't like to show games until they feel they're ready to show. For example, Metroid Prime Federation Force is a perfect example of possibly too early to show. People mm-hmm. didn't get it and they yeah. flipped. Yeah. Although I've never seen a reaction that harsh in my time in the For press. almost anything. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> was anything. Yeah. That, that was, was like Mass Effect 3 ending, like oh, caliber yeah. of like a hissy fit. Yeah. I, um, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, but um, just, just to go back to the point, um, you know, you it could have been a logo. It could have just, like, I know they don't like to do that, but it's okay. Like, I just, I, it almost feels strange to me that this has to be so driven by we want to show you what it is. Sometimes I don't think you need to. Sometimes just that promise will keep people excited. And See, then you can come into November and talk about something else. No, I feel you on that. I just, I've never been wild about the it's a logo thing. And they've done that a lot, especially with third party support. I mean, they've done that for like yeah. the last 10 years of just shown logos that don't actually amount to anything. I mean, like Bioshock Vita was a logo that Ken Levine held up and it never amounted to anything. Yeah. Not to say that Nintendo's going to make a false promise and not deliver, but Nintendo's also in the business of doing 
six little E3s a year, mm -hmm. which means that you can stack the deck really high at E3, but it would have made today's showing just a little bit it, less impressive than it was. And they have to yeah. spread those announcements out and keep the audience activated because they don't really have a lot else, honestly. Right. Exactly. It seems like their their perspective is less one big announcement or set of announcements and more keeping people engaged throughout yeah, the, the singles year. and doubles right right um, it's a baseball metaphor i think i'm i don't sports. you got it right you, you got did right. you yeah. got the you baseball got right. <laughs> um short stops and things um yeah it's i do know a lot about baseball actually um it seems like because they've been stepping away from e3 you know they're not as big a presence, um, at least they, they don't have a press conference. Well, they aren't really. as aggressive. Yeah, um, yeah they're yeah. not as aggressive at E3, and I think part of that is kind of maintaining. It's like the six small meals a day instead of three big meals right. a day kind yeah. of thing. Right. They have that approach. No, um, definitely. So it makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, for us, it's like, oh, E3 was so disappointing in a lot of ways, and sure. we, you could have brought this out, but I do think that their strategy is a little more. I also think yeah. you're right. You do it. Out. You do it now in conjunction with Star Fox and some Splatoon yeah. DLC and a new Zelda footage, yeah. and you go. Ask for a Wii U for Christmas, and exactly. we're going to give you some stuff to promise you that that's going to be an investment that was worth asking for. Yeah, you yeah. know, or buy it for yourself. What, however you get yeah. your or holiday, whatever your gifts are, whatever you, you do. If you don't have a new 3DS yet, maybe yeah. that's your incentive because all these games are coming out. Then possibly the message is, if you are investing, that you are going to have something to tide you over until NX materializes yeah. right. or that they talk about it some more. Which you know, 2016, a lot of people written it as the year it's coming out. We don't know that. One of the things it I would be the year they talk about it. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I wanted to ask you guys about is on on the PlayStation side. They throw around those stats all the time about HD remakes and how there was 75% of the people who owned a PS4 didn't play The Last of Us or Uncharted. So those HD ports were worth bringing over to that mm -hmm. brand new huge audience. The Wii U numbers are obviously much smaller. And right. I'm wondering, of the people who own a Wii U, how many of them have never played Twilight Princess? Like, is this a nostalgia well, bump for people like us in this room who mm -hmm. are like, I love that game. I can't wait to go mm -hmm. back to it. Or is this actually going to be like, this is the thing that will hold you over to, to the new well, thing. Well, this the, is this big meaty Zelda The attach game. rate on Zelda Twilight Princess, to my knowledge, was low considering the install base. But really? that game, Twilight Princess, was a launch game at a time where it was impossible to get a system. So there is that to consider. Mm -hmm. um, however, it was released later as, as a budget title, you know, as part of like Nintendo Selects or whatever they call it. Um, nice sound effect. I do want to point <laughs> out that Zelda Wind Waker HD on a console with a 10 million install base sold 1.62 million copies. Which is great. Which is, yeah, considered pretty good. Like a 10% attach rate yeah. is not anything to sneeze at, apparently. Um, so by all accounts, if you're giving people Mature Link in a form earlier in the year and people have the system, maybe that'll drive them to buy it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah we'll see. But definitely good on them to put it out as the first thing. Definitely got a lot of people excited. Right. I do think it could look better, but I'm also not ready to drop judgment on that. Yeah. Only because when Wind Waker was first shown, it didn't look that hot. They were very sort of, they were also almost timid in showing Wind Waker when they first showed it. I'm glad they showed as much footage as they did. This game comes out in March. Plenty of time to find out what else is going on with it. We're also, we're like judging it based on, you know, clips ripped from a live stream that mm -hmm. were, you know, through our web browsers that were re-uploaded to, like, it's, it's sometimes you just got to sit down and see those games. You're yeah, right, you're right in the same way about Wind Waker, where it's just kind of like, oh, that looks pretty good. But then you sat down in front of a big-ass TV and you play that game. And Absolutely. Like, wow. So, Wolf Link Amiibo, very cool. You both hit on that. Triforce, uh, wait a minute, New Zelda. Yeah. Which, 13 seconds. Yeah. 13 oh. seconds. There he is. There's footage. that excited Zelda, yeah. man. Dude, 13 <laughs> seconds of horseback riding, and yeah. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> like, tomorrow. Did it have a Wii U logo specifically on it? No, they just say it. Just say 2016? They just say they Wii U. Say Good. Yep. Coming to Wii U in 2016. The transition was very smart, going from Twilight Princess to that, um, talking about how Wolf Link Amiibo will transfer data, mm -hmm. which makes me wonder, are those games directly related? Twilight Princess and Zelda Wii U, or is this just cool marketing? Probably the latter. I mean, I think this, yeah, I think this. they, they will incentivize that purchase in some way to say you're doing something here that will possibly carry over to this game. That is the way almost every video game is positioned now. There's, you know, uh, companion apps or web yeah. browser things or like I'm playing the Star Wars Battlefront app now that unlocks credits that I can use to buy guns in the game. Like mm -hmm. I think it's it's very smart and using an Amiibo to, to carry stuff over like that, pretty smart idea. Yeah, and you see that with Happy Home Designer and 
you will see that with Animal Crossing Amiibo yeah. Festival yeah. as well. So it's yeah. not like they're strangers to that or anything. That that is a you know those games tie together. You can upload your house designs. I was so. surprised to see the gold base on it because that's very Smash Brothers. You know, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, makes you wonder too if it unlocks something in Hyrule Warriors as well. But mm-hmm. they didn't say sure. that. They probably would have one if, rupee. If it was the case. <laughs> <laughs> one rupee. Um, that's pretty good. So what did you think of the footage? I mean, yeah, it's it's great. It's it's nothing outstandingly new, mm-hmm. but it's. I'm looking at you like. Well, what? no, I'm kidding. No, go, I mean, go. so uh, the, the reality is, is it, at this point, it's familiar, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not at. Uh, it's not at the point now where I'm fatigued by seeing those things because we've only seen a few pieces of that game, mm-hmm. and they've been the same few pieces, and we've only seen them a few times. Probably a different angle of the same field. Right. Like, remember that exactly. field? We're over there on this hill. Yeah. If, in, if they bring us back to that field in three months and then show us some goats in the corner again, and they're like, goodbye, 2016, <laughs> then I'm going to be upset. Yeah. But right now, it was just long enough where it was like, we didn't really see that game this year, did we? Yeah. Was Reminder. It, this, no. What? You mean uh, Zelda? We, yeah. No, we didn't no. see We saw it last year at, at the Game Awards. And at E3. And at E3. It was shown at E3 for the first time. This year? Last year. Last year, last year. So last nothing year. this year until right nothing now. Nothing this year. That's okay. why it, it kind of bummed me out. You could Twilight Princess in that game could have been shown at E3, but I don't want to get into that. We'll yeah. talk about it. We're probably right. It wasn't ready. Footage, what'd you think? Callie Pluggy? <laughs> I, th- I kind of feel the same as you, Brian. Like, I... It's, like we said, the same field, but I'm still so taken with it. I am, I'm really looking forward to that game. I l- adore the Zelda series, and so obviously I'm going to get hyped up about it. Um, but, you know... I still wish I could see more, mm-hmm. which may, is probably the intent, obviously. Yeah, um, the promise. Yeah, the promise of seeing more of this game, but it, it's so pretty. I'm so excited. Yeah. I, I need a different field. Yeah. I'm not going to lie if you're listening, Nintendo, but <laughs> man. No, like, not we a different got in a, field. We got Maybe a, a booth, town? Yeah, or a dungeon. <laughs> we, got, we got in the booth to record a, a Rewind Theater off of the 13 seconds. We just keep looping it and talking yeah. about it and looping it and talking about it. And I think it is the most excited I've been in a while. I will say nothing has been as strong as the first reveal for that game. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of just oh, Link yeah. coming in on horseback and oh. fighting that that whatever that P-hat. thing was. The pea hat. The weird new pea hat. Yeah. Um which was just stunning and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But the games looked better and better every time we've seen it. And I think it's like this was a cool sort of show you that, you know, there will be dungeons, there'll be temples, there'll be boss fights and everything like that, but just chilling in a field is pretty damn gorgeous. Oh yeah. I, you honestly, know? chilling in a field is like my life dream like goal. Chilling in a field's the <laughs> Best. It's a really good thing. If that whole game is me wandering around a field with Zelda music playing, like you I, guys are I, hippies, I, like it's official. <laughs> I, I I want there to be things to do. Don't get me wrong, right. but I would love to just kind of experience like it's the vista of yeah. it. It's gorgeous. No, you're right. It's a, to me Zelda is not just uh, dungeon crawling and fighting no. in temples and uh, you know climbing to the top of something and conquering mm-hmm. it. Sometimes it's just sort of like hanging out and looking around and yes. farming some bad guys for some cool seashells that you can trade in for something. Well, and that's or, something that an open world, if the sandbox is done right, if can it's be done right. very, very cool. Yeah. Yep. All right. Zelda can also be a Triforce Heroes quest. And there is an update. Den of Trials is coming out along with two new outfits. One of Fierce Deity uh, armor, yeah. which is just Fierce Deity Link, mm-hmm. and Linbeck's uniform, which is really cool, or Linebeck. I don't know how you say it. Uh, but I, I love that he has the ability. Yeah, Linebeck. <laughs> he has the ability to look into a chest. I think that's really cool. Like that. Keep keep it coming. If you're going to make it free for, uh, it is free for Triforce Heroes. That's awesome. That's cool. super yeah, great. You can peek yeah. into chests so can you can see it what in, you're getting. Can you do it in town in that one guy's shop? <laughs> <laughs> start snitching because that would break that whole that would break that whole game in there. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to be a musketeer. Do you I, know if you ca- if you grab enough bad material, yeah. um, you, they give you a, it unlocks another outfit that you need more of the materials you get from not getting the right chest. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, get it wrong funny. once in a while in case you, you get it right. Of yeah, it's, in, it's interesting. I found, I found that game to be really fun and almost uh, over overwhelming with the amount of content there was. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing through single-player levels, playing through multiplayer levels, that was cool and all. But seeing that each stage had four separate challenge versions of that stage was already like a daunting task. And I flew to the East Coast twice in two weeks, which was like – 24 hours on airplanes and I'm like I'm going to really put a dent in this game and just unlock everything and I barely scratch the surface they're tough no, they, they're not playing around and I, I think they're really good I mean I, it kind of shocked me when the reviews came out and there was so much uh, negativity on that game well, I didn't expect it I yeah, gotta say I mean it's I would say that when that the game has very stark highs and lows mm-hmm. when you're when we were playing together in multiplayer mm-hmm. it was some of the most fun I've had playing a game 
in multiplayer this year. Mm-hmm. Like it was thrilling. It was fun. We were screaming at each other. Uh, playing some stuff in single player or playing multiplayer online got very frustrating and cumbersome. But there's a sweet spot in there that makes it so good. Yeah. And if you mm-hmm. can find it, it's such a joy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think part of the negativity is sometimes people want uh, you know something that's associated with a franchise to always be like that franchise. Mm-hmm. So I felt I felt that way with Happy Home Designer too. A lot of people weren't super stoked on that. And I was like, just because it's not the same doesn't mean it's not also good. Right. Um, and so that's kind of the sense I got from some people that I talked to about Triforce Heroes. Is some people were kind of like, oh, you know, it's not what I expected. The yeah, a friend of mine flat out said I can't take this seriously. Like the minute it started, yeah. I was like, well, do you have that's to weird. take yeah, them so seriously? Why do you have to take it seriously? I, yeah. I never understood that because it's sort of like the games you just mentioned. And you make a or you make a really good point. Uh, those games didn't detract from the goodness of their original versions. Exactly. Like Hyrule War or Triforce Heroes didn't. Or even Hyrule Warriors didn't retroactively ruin the Zelda games that came before. Yeah, didn't retcon anything. Yeah, and uh, like Happy Home Designer didn't ruin all those Animal Crossing games that I enjoy. It yeah. added something to it, and some of those games grabbed me, and some didn't. Exactly. But still, like I'm, I'm happy they exist. Yeah. Yep. It's nice to just when they focus on one aspect. So Triforce Heroes kind of focuses on more like dungeony aspects, mm-hmm. whereas Happy Home Designer focuses on the designing aspect, and it's yeah. it's kind of cool that they're offering that for people who are really gung ho into one part of a game. Right. Yep. And you know that's not for everybody, obviously, but I think it's I, I like it. I'm it's not, a welcome change. Yeah. It's something that shouldn't be just uh, immediately dismissed. Yeah. So I like that yeah. they're still supporting this game with yeah. free downloads. I feel like I'm gonna accidentally call it Trials of Osiris. <laughs> <laughs> destiny talk for you. Um, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's so cool that they're still providing yeah. support to it. And Look it's for that yeah. uh, December second. Yeah. All right. So then Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Any excitement here for that game? I mean, the last Mystery Dungeon I played was. I think either on the original DS. So do you, you want? Do, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a one? try. Okay. I, the whole the whole thing about you get to live in the world of Pokemon. I'm like, sold. Hey, that's 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 the that's the real goal. That's your field. Yeah, that's that's. Or you want to chill in? I'll chill in a field with Pokemon. There we like go. It comes together. Yeah. <laughs> that's my ultimate life fantasy. But okay. um, so I'll give it a try. I mean, the mystery dungeon games are. This is another example of something that's distinctly different yep. from right. the core series. Yep. Um, so. So th- possibly is, not for everyone, but still. Yeah, and this is this is one that I'm not really sure will be for me. I'm super into okay. the competitive aspect of Pokemon. This yeah. is very different. Um, so I'll give it a try. Obviously. I just picture Callie sitting in fields from now on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Surrounded by like pink Pokemon. Or pink uh, ink, like Splatoon update ink. Uh, apparently, there was a Splatoon Good update again announced. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> where where uh, two new stages are coming, 40 pieces of gears, bandana, so you could be all gangsta, yep. um, and winter <laughs> items. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm still playing Splatoon. Uh, Me too. Surprise, uh, we have a Splatoon review update happening. Uh, here on IGN. Hopefully wow. by the time you're listening to this, you may even be watching slash reading it. Uh, a lot of you asked for it and we decided to acquiesce. So if you don't come check it out and see the new verdict, I did my job. That's all I got to say. Right. People were fighting for that and you delivered. So thank you for that. It was yes. an uphill battle internally too because we don't normally do that. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because that opens a lot of doors throughout time for games that have been changed uh, yeah. or updated. Games are growing things now you know so yes that's that's really fascinating well even when we reviewed it like we kind of knew this was going to be a very different beast because the promise of august was made before the game came out right Mm -hmm. so it was like well then what do we do and yeah so here we are the game launched strange strange in the way that you reviewed it but you knew within a couple of weeks that it was going to keep growing and changing Mm -hmm. yeah and more and and my review would be irrelevant in like um, two months yeah yeah. Um, so Mahi Mahi anyway. Resort. Yeah, there you go. So Mahi Mahi Resort, and there is a museum type level. I'm forgetting yeah. the name of it. Uh, something Museum de Alfonso, I think is the name of it. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, it's an Italian these are both museum. really cool, obviously. <laughs> uh, very cool looking. Uh, gear looks cool. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to continue to play that game. Yeah. Uh, I only My only complaint left with Splatoon really is that Splatfest. Uh, is fun, but I feel like the reward of Splatfest just isn't enough for mm-hmm. me. I want I want something yeah, I more permanent. Keep the T-shirt, please. What's up with that? That'd be super my, cool. My Squid Kids outfit is so important. Oh and yeah. I, I play with Katie Callie Pluggy, fashionista. Oh yeah, she has this cool sweater and some glasses and these like creeper shoes. It's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. But um, I play with Katie Casarda, who um, is our one of our editorial designers, and she 
is so into that out, outfit aspect. Like right. she's mm-hmm. she changes her outfit for for the the perks, obviously, but also like it has to coordinate. Right, it's mm-hmm. very important. So, Accessorize. Yeah, it it would be really cool if we got to get a, see some benefit because a lot of people like dressing up their little squid kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it'd be cool if you got to keep your Splatfest T-shirt or something. Absolutely. I also one of my complaints with Splatoon still, and I noticed this. I mean, I thought about this when I saw the one of the new maps, the Mahi Mahi Resort. Um, it's like I kind of get frustrated when I'm playing the same map for however long. It's like the four hours that you... Yeah, the rotations. Yeah, the rotations, yeah. especially if I don't like that map. Like we talked about, we don't like Camp Triggerfish. Yeah, um, not a fan. And Mahi, Mahi Resort. That's hard to say for some reason. Uh, Mahi, <laughs> Mahi, Mahi. Mahi Resort. There you go. Can't do it. Um, it... It's one of those where like suddenly new platforms will raise and you have to scramble to mm-hmm. to cover them in ink. I heard you shout across the room. I think I'm gonna suck at that. No, I didn't say I was gonna suck at it. I was gonna say it was gonna make me mad. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. I was gonna get real mad playing yeah. that, and so that's that just made me think of my one complaint still is the rotation system. Mm-hmm. Is not yeah, it'd my be nice favorite. if you could vote on a set of maps and not just be trapped into two. Yeah. Yeah. Super Mario Maker has an update. What? What? Yes. Uh, so now you can go on the internet, and there is a web portal, and you will tie your Nintendo Direct account. Now you can, you can yeah. go yeah. on the, the internet. internet. Uh, the you future. can tie your Nintendo <laughs> Network ID to it, and uh, it will essentially, you can build a queue of, uh, first of all, you can search for stages, and it's a much better search than what's offered in the game. Hopefully they revamp that too, but who knows? Oh, Nintendo's um, growing up so fast. Oh my gosh, what are you talking about? What do you mean about? fast? No, I know. No, <laughs> it's 19. I know. It's about time he went to college. Right? <laughs> <laughs> get out of the house and get a job. <laughs> no, it's just, I think this is sort of a taste for things to come with all the My Nintendo stuff next year and mm-hmm. the integration between smartphones. We, I feel like we got a little peek at that today. And also, even if it's none of that, selfishly, I'm really excited about this because that was one of the things in Mario Discovery. Maker that was, yeah. that was lacking, you mm-hmm. know? And streamlining that and bringing it into like the, the whole idea of being on my laptop and watching a YouTube video of a cool Mario Maker level and seeing the course ID in the corner and typing it into a separate tab on the browser and going home and having that queued up to play mm-hmm. is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's that, exactly what people need. That oh, yeah. is such a good point because when I first um, heard about how the update works, I was like, oh, you know, you have to go on your computer and do it. But that's such a good point mm-hmm. is because I'll be watching some some you know, level that somebody's made or somebody's yeah, playing. Yeah, you can find a level anywhere and, and add it to your queue. Super easily add it to the queue because you're already on your computer. Yeah. I'm not watching these Mario Maker levels on my Wii U. Yep. Um, so that's an excellent point. Now yeah. I'm even more excited about this. This yep. is so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started watching some Twitch streams for Mario Maker and it'd be fun to see, oh, that level actually does look cool. Let's put that aside, see what we can do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, or just try that myself. All right, we have, uh, they, update, they had updates on upcoming games that are coming out within the next month. Uh, this Friday, Amiibo Festival comes out. That's mm-hmm. the Animal Crossing spinoff game we saw footage of that ultra smash mario tennis um more detail on its amiibo support but ultimately still not a whole lot of exciting i didn't fully understand what that amiibo support was by the way so basically amiibo can be your online partner you can train them like you would a smash amiibo oh cool and they'll be your partner online or in doubles uh locally whatever what have you uh you sort of save stats and things to them right right? we we just got both of those games in the office so Mm -hmm. we will be playing them and talking about them soon absolutely are you reviewing I'm playing Amiibo, Amiibo Festival. Festival. Got it. Yeah. yeah, and that also has the training aspect. Yes. Uh, you can, but m- for some reason mine didn't work last night, so I had to figure that out. Okay. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you'll um, like, add some certain that, things to it. Yeah, we just got that, so that review won't go up tomorrow, but okay. it'll go up soon. Got um, it. So they also showed Xenoblade Chronicles X, which is looking you know, really great. Uh, we have had access to playing it. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week, but... That game's looking strong. If you are a hardcore RPG fan, this is absolutely something you should be paying attention to. You scared really me about cool. this game, by the way. I did. Yeah, because you told uh, me that you saw something. Uh, uh, you lost a fight 100 hours in. Oh, yes. Yeah, so they loaded up a 100-hour save file yeah. Yeah, in uh, uh, Talathia. And that makes me nervous because 100 hours into anything, you should be a god. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, Just wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> there's still challenge then? <laughs> like, there's a lot there. There's, that's yeah. a huge game. So wait, yeah. yeah, Jose was like, oh, yeah, 30 hours in, you unlock a skill. And I'm like, 
you unlock a new thing 30 hours in, like a new thing that changes yeah. completely mm-hmm. how yeah. you play, and that scared me. And yeah. I was like, yeah. that, that's I a have, huge, huge daunting game. I don't game. have time for that. That's terrifying. Ain't nobody also, got time so for that, cool. Plaguey. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it looks really good, though. But if, okay. if you're on a Wii U and you've skipped a bunch of other stuff this year, or you know, you're not really interested in some of the other giant open world games that have come out, or you just want just a really awesome, huge, hardcore RPG, yeah. Yeah. this could be it for you. You might, well, you awesome. might, you might lose your life to this game. And, you know, if you don't have a whole lot else to play, a hundred hours is, is not that bad. Yeah, that's so. true. So it feels like a big theme of this direct was a lot of bouncing between Wii U and 3DS, as directs will do. But there's a lot more happening on 3DS right now in mm-hmm. 2016. Um, a bunch of games got dated in 2016. When we get to that point, uh, Mario Paper Jam, Final Fantasy Explorers. Fire Emblem Fates, Mega Man Legacy Collection, which is already out on consoles, but it is coming to 3DS in 2016. Uh, Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow versions, which Callie shed a tear over. I do want to talk about that for a minute. Like uh, We've talked about it on this program that the virtual console, the thing that would always, in my mind, held Pokemon Red and Blue reissues from Virtual Console was just the idea that you couldn't trade. Yeah. I don't think they would do it. Right. They That's what they fixed. <laughs> they There's wireless, wireless trading, trading going on in those games. I've wanted this for so long. Yeah. And it opens up a lot of possibilities with Pokemon Bank as well. Um, yes, because yeah. the farthest you can go with Pokemon Bank is third gen. That's the farthest yep. you can get Pokemon right. from if you're really, really determined and crafty. Um, and so it'd be super cool to be able to, to get these Pokemon that are kind of harder to get um, in the newer games, get them in your Pokemon Bank, and actually get to do something with them. Absolutely. I mean, Zapdos, for example, is really viable competitively. Um, that's kind of hard to get. It'd be yeah, cool. Yeah. To- to give a little peek behind the curtain, we were all streaming the direct here in IGN in our editorial pit, which is about 30 adult children standing around a big television. And the, that Pokemon news came on, and people just lost it. Just yelling, clapping, cheering. You looked like you were going to faint, Callie. It was amazing to see. Yeah. No, absolutely. Good place how, do you to guys, be. how do you guys yeah. feel about that, though? Just that once again in 20. 20- 15, close out 2015, start of 2016, the story will still be you're going to be doing a lot more on 3DS, but you'll also have a couple of Wii U games. So mm-hmm. the Wii U games we, that were announced, I mean, we already talked about Twilight Princess HD. Star Fox is mm-hmm. coming out in April. Um, we've got Pocket Tournament, which is also uh, so far the nebulous spring. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, am I missing something? I think that's, I think that's it. Stuff. E-shop. e-shop stuff, Fast Indies. Racing Neo, SteamWorld Heist. Um, yeah, on top of Xenoblade at the end of the year, but I'm talking more 2016. Uh, yeah. Whereas note. there's Fa- a lot more happening on uh, on 3DS. Fast Racing Neo does look awesome. We haven't really talked about that game much. No, it, show. Do, it does look um, really awesome. They're, they're making the F-Zero that no one else would make. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. And no, I'm, I, they even has the announcer from F Zero in it. Um, it looks awesome. Looks gorgeous. Go look up videos for that game. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a lot of like it's always been weird to be a Nintendo fan like that, right? Like you mm-hmm. kind of have to have two systems to be a Nintendo fan. You're constantly mm-hmm. ping ponging oh, between yeah. these two worlds. Right. Um, it, like I will play, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll play like two or three Wii U games in a row, and then I jump on my 3DS for two games, and then jump back to Wii U. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they, they've been for long stretches. Is, yeah. yeah, this has been a thing for me for a really long time. Ever since I had, you know, the Game Boy. Uh, you know, if you think about Pokemon Stadium on N64, you could, you had the compatibility thing where you could do the, you could put your cartridge in, you could mm-hmm. you know, play with your Pokemon yep. from your Absolutely. cartridge. I would like to see that on Wii U. That'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of remakes we want, yeah. HD Pokemon Stadium. Absolutely. I want it. Mm-hmm. I, I would be really pumped about that. Um, I mean, that's kind of been the Nintendo thing for years and years is you you have to have the handheld and the consoles. Yeah. Well, really... you, remember, you remember yeah, their whole three pillars kept, thing, right? But mm-hmm. third parties kept things going, whereas like yeah. I don't know if indies have been keeping it going enough. No, like no. I feel like some indie titles come out that I'm just like, yep, definitely have to play that. And then some come out where I'm like, I'm not convinced I really need to spend time on this. Well, something like Kerbal Space Program, which was... Uh, That's going to be awesome. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was sort of a marginal hit on, on PC a few years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a billion seller or anything, but it did really well. made some big waves, and a lot of people were really into it. It's cool. Coming to, to the Wii U in 2015, 2016, or whatever, mm-hmm. it feels like a little late to the party. I like seeing stuff there to just to sort of flesh out the library. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, like... I mean, all in all, it's it's good to see more games in one spot. But all in all, I don't know if that's really that kind of stuff really moves the needle. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you asked earlier about you know who's are the people who are going to play the HD remakes nostalgia oriented like us. Um, you know, a lot of those people 
bought Wii U because of the promise of Zelda and stuff. Yeah, you know, if you're not super nostalgic, I don't know if you're going to get a Wii U because right. you don't know what else. There's not a, a lot else that's compelling you besides mm-hmm. that nostalgia factor. I always think of Smash Bros. as kind of like the gateway drug to a lot of Nintendo games. That's mm-hmm. a really smart gateway drug to a lot of Nintendo yeah, games. Yeah, a and, good point. And so, you know, people who buy it for Smash, maybe they'll, if they've never played Twilight Princess, they'll jump on it for that. But I don't, I don't see a lot of the other things like the the indies or anything really compelling people who well, don't a, have that nostalgia factor. Right. Yeah, and it's a game-by-game game basis, right? Where, right. like, Kerbal, we're definitely excited for. Um, Typo Man, I'm not sure yet. I, mm-hmm. I don't really know Typo really Man, weird so I have to and, play that. and strange. To try it out, and I'm, yeah. I'm curious, too, and I guess that's going to be our job to just kind of sift through and see. Yeah. Um, the, but, the, yeah. The, the consoles had a weird life cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, Has been I, a weird. I feel yes. like just as it really started gaining momentum about a year or two ago, um, that's when the NX stuff started popping up and it sort of took people who were kind of on the fence about it to just say, now nah, I'm going to wait. Yeah. Um, cause I, I still get tweets every single day. Like, should I jump on a Wii U right now? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. Like if you yeah. jump in right now, you're definitely getting a better library than, than we all did when we bought it at launch or whatever. Yeah. Um, you're getting definitely. the, yeah, you're getting a, a, a few years of really awesome games. I could name 10 games off the top of my head that, that make the Wii U fantastic today. Mm-hmm. But in terms of next year and beyond that, I'm not really sure. So, um, and especially if them saying that the NX is coming next year. Well, they're talking about they're it. They're talking yeah, about they're it. They're talking about mm-hmm. it. So who I knows? Know. I mean, I would say like Black Friday deals, if you're on the fence, like there's enough there to. Dude, that Smash Platoon bundle online. Great. That's, yeah. We've been asking for that for a long time, what? right? Yeah, that's. Like, that, that's the one to get if you're going to get one two, of them. 250 mm-hmm. That's what the internet says. They haven't yeah. set a price. Nintendo hasn't set a price, but let's say that's the price. 250 that is <sighs> yeah. a value. If 250 for Wii U, Smash Brothers, and Splatoon. And Splatoon. Yep. Like, awesome. Super strong Those are two offerings. games you can yeah. play for a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you run out and buy Mario Kart immediately, oh. and then you—that's the trifecta. And then you can pick, cherry pick from there what you want. If you're a Zelda person, hang on until Twilight Princess, or run out and get Wind Waker HD mm-hmm. if you can still find it. I don't think that game's out of print yet, but we'll see. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, ton, ton of, ton of, ton of fun stuff. I really liked Captain Toad too. That's your kind I of thing. I love yes, yeah, Captain I, Toad was really cool. There's a, a lot of reasons to jump on. Yeah, you. and even if those games are out of print, download them digitally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're all so, in the eShop. So then the game we haven't talked about that's coming to Wii U is Star Fox Zero, which mm-hmm. they yeah. showed a new trailer for. Um, they also showed some new gameplay footage of it. Looks like they've done a little cleaning up since since E3. I felt the um, same way. You know, on a UI front and even on a, on a graphics front, I just felt like I was looking at a slightly better game than what I had seen mm-hmm. when we saw it uh, last. Um, they dated it. That's awesome. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll be there for that. Um, but overall impressions, like are you – higher or lower on Star Fox these days or still in the same place like you still haven't I feel like we, we still haven't seen enough new things about Star Fox to, to go nuts about everything they showed today was much quicker paced which mm-hmm. is the Star Fox that I love my worry was that they cut an awesome trailer for something that's largely a little slower than that because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff we played even the Chicken Walker stuff mm-hmm. was kind of painfully slow mm-hmm. I think when that game's really working well and you're soaring through the clouds in an X in a R-Wing and you're shooting stuff down X-Wing <laughs> I heard that Star Wars on the mind I heard that, mind. Good job. I heard that. Um, <laughs> everything's kind of clicking and it's all working mm-hmm. but I think you're right in that it did look a little prettier today I didn't really notice the UI stuff but once you pointed it out I was like yeah totally yeah no they redid uh, basically the score and all the stuff yep. going on there um, um, I'm excited to play it. I. It's funny, though, for them to still not really be acknowledging heavily that you don't have to play it on the gamepad, or at least that you don't have to use the gamepad view quite as lined up with the TV. Good. Um, or that you can turn <laughs> off motion um, is another thing that uh, it feels like they just don't say enough about. But regardless, it's looking cool. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will well, definitely be looking forward to it. Amiibo support. Yeah. Yep. They snuck that right in the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just... Going back to what you're saying really fast, I don't think if I were them, I would I would really point out heavily that you can't use the gamepad because mm-hmm. you don't want to point out that it's the gamepad's not super necessary. It's true. Even if it's good point. people prefer playing without it, I don't sure. know if that's a smart strategy for them to just be like, and you can play it without the main draw of our console. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember Star Fox on 3DS? How they were like, you can play with motion controls. That was all their advertising. Yeah. But then like the second you got into that game, one of the first things you did was turn it off. Yeah. Because it was just 
it was hard to play like that and 3D, and the 3D was so good that when it was... When I, I see a lot of people who get angry at us as a show whenever we kind of put down motion controls and the game doesn't, you can switch it off. No. So I don't, I don't think oh, a public yeah. acknowledgement is the worst thing in the world, but I agree yeah. with you. It, it does maybe look, make the, the box look weak. Yeah, I do think um, that motion controls plus 3D is really weird because the old 3D before and the, the new 3DS, is, uh, the 3D is a lot yeah. better, but like yeah. before you had to keep it in one place. So those things are really asynchronous. The, yeah, um, the best word to use for that. Yeah. I, I, there was never a time when that was a really good idea. Yeah. You know, I, so I'll gladly take one or the other. But I'm not you know? anti-motion controls in general. I just think in that case, it was a mistake. But yeah, for sure. It, yeah. If anything, I think it's baffling that Nintendo that did so so readily knocked it out the park last generation with motion controls kind of stepped away from that to an extent. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen Wii controller support with a bunch of, of first party games on the Wii U. But for the most part, it, it's really been a bunch of games that you could just play on any console. Yeah. Uh, that being said, a lot of the Star Fox stuff that we saw and played with the second screen, I found to be more distracting mm-hmm. than helpful. Yeah. So um, if there are is a version of that game that exists in the retail version they ship where that stuff's pulled back a little bit and you can play it a little more traditionally, I won't have any complaints. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. So April 22nd, we will be uh, yeah. Star Fox Sweet. is here. Yay. So get excited. I, think I swear, really I swear really cool. it looked a little prettier today too. I did. I, th- yeah. I thought so as yeah. well. Um, so I, then... Now oh. I was going to say, we, we were saying for a while that's a game that should be you should put back in the oven for a little bit. And I, th- I think they did. And yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be better because of it. <laughs> yep. All right. So what's left to talk about? Uh, Hyrule Warriors Legends. You really liked having Linkle join Linkle, the cast. Talk the about this. The first official female Link is so exciting. Because Link has always been fairly uh, ambiguous. Yep. Um if not vaguely androgynous. feminine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Link androgynous. has... Link, androgynous, thank you. That's def- ambiguous is not the word I was talking about. <laughs> I came out with Is asyn- he an alpha boy yeah. or a tree? <laughs> I had a asynchronous wolf. and I couldn't get androgynous. But um, yeah, so Link is, has always been fa- fairly androgynous. So it's, you know, it's obvious to me. I'm like, why didn't they do this sooner? I mean, we talked about this before, like a while back with uh, Triforce Heroes. You know, you have Link in a dress. Why not just have a female option. Um, and th- that's always exciting for me to finally get, in a series I love, finally get to be able to to have a, a girl there. Um, that I mean, I talk about this a lot. That's always been really important to me. And so I'm super, super excited yeah. about that. That makes yeah. me so happy. Yeah, they missed the boat on Triforce Heroes, but they're definitely not going to miss it on Hyrule Warriors. Mm-hmm. Linkle was initially outed as part of the art book that came out in Japan mm-hmm. for Hyrule Warriors. Um, they're called Zelda Musou, where they showed basically early concept art. So I'm really glad that they Seeing, they own that. They didn't show yeah. any Wii U footage of it, but I would assume that character is accessible on the Wii U version right. of the game. Right. Um, just wanted to put that out there. So it turns out, uh, looking at the Direct, that... Uh, and I don't know if I said this earlier, but that the 3DS is the RPG box mm-hmm. in 2016. Yeah. Like it really is. Fire Emblem Fates. Uh, let's see. Dragon Quest Seven, Dragon Quest Eight, mm-hmm. uh, Project X Zone, uh, Bravely Second at some point, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you know how many hours those game, this all adds up to? That's the whole year. That's all Our, of 2016 right there. <laughs> I love RPGs, but that's the scariest thing about them yeah. is you can play them forever yeah and there's so many i don't know how i'm gonna split my time between all of them yeah i mean is this a good thing like having all these rpgs in one place uh, sure and I, well i think i think that it's a it's a good mix of things too mm-hmm. like they're like you have the fact that that paper jam is part of that list it's kind of cool it shows the diversity of, of those games exactly you know? uh personally i'm always hesitant to jump into rpgs because i don't know if it's going to be something that i grab for eight hours or, or lose a hundred to mm-hmm. um so for me, I'm less enthused about that. I'd rather see a bunch of cool platforming games thrown in there too, like non-chibi yeah. robo platforming games, like <laughs> fun, awesome platforming games. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but for you guys, I mean, that's 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 your paper jams. So hop on <laughs> in there. I, um, I think... plus Pokemon Red Blue. Sorry, just wanted to say that. <gasps> I just wanted that reaction. The most important RPG. Um, I think. You know, for for me, I'm thinking, you know, I play a lot of games. I try to think of how can I maximize the amount of games I play so I can experience all these. I think for the the average person who has a 3DS, they'll out of this offering, they'll pick one or two. Yeah. And I think it's good to have that diversity so everybody who likes different kinds of RPGs can get get that. Um, so I, I like that they're supporting 
a, a range um, from Paper Jam to like yeah. Dragon Quest. So. I do feel like I don't see enough RPGs on console nearly as much as I did at one point. Like it feels like the, the, this handheld has just been blessed with so many. And let's point out, I mean, Dragon Quest Seven and Eight, uh, Seven has been done for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think came out in Japan. Like, I want to say like two or three years ago. Eight just recently came out this summer. Um, but regardless, it's good to see those back because yeah. Dragon Quest has been missing, and we talked about this on the show before. But that show, uh, excuse me, that game has not had a huge impact in the West. But people who love that that series love it, and they love it for great reasons. Like it's a fantastic series. Um, so that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. As for the console thing, I think it's because uh, console games have an expectation, or very long, very large console games have an expectation of how they're supposed to look graphically, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always work in direct parity with the sort of simplicity that a lot of RPGs have. Um, that aren't like full 3D RPGs. Mm -hmm. So they make more sense on a handheld because you can make a game like that without people going like, I don't know if I would play that on a 55-inch television, but I would play it on a three-inch screen for, you know, an hour or two on the train every single day. Yeah, even Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Explorers, which is basically hybrid RPG meets Monster Hunter, like that game, like that looks cool. Like that's going to be another fun one to just sink a ton of hours into. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should wrap this up with the biggest, 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 biggest of all big things, and that is that Bill high jump. Trinan can high eat jump, an inti- no, the <laughs> high jump is coming to we no. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a good one. Um, but uh, that cloud. From Final Fantasy VII has joined the Smash Brothers roster. I mean, what? Like, I talk about that like palpable energy in the room at IGN, and you hop on Twitter and you just see excitement and a couple people being like, "That's there's no Final Fantasy on the seven of Wii U." Like, just a great like, that brought a lot of people just out of their shells. It was awesome yeah. to see. What a huge announcement. Like, that music is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, seeing him split a stage in half with his sword, just... Yeah. <laughs> Odin okay. did that, but yes. But that was <laughs> great. Of the yeah, that was pretty amazing. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I must confess, I've never played a Final Fantasy game, mostly because I didn't know... Millennial. ...where to break into... <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm young, and I didn't know where to get into it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't know how to, how to break into it. It's intimidating. Um, but even me, someone who's totally ignorant to that, to mm-hmm. that franchise, that... that Sin- the, the what I don't it's not a trailer is it a trailer what did you call it a trailer uh, whatever the showing yeah. the showing yeah. okay. of Cloud got me like yeah because he was room. so cool yeah. and everybody and everybody was just so when I, the I, music played I jokingly yeah. said to Andrew Cloud or Sephiroth who do you think? Right. <laughs> it just got added because to me it was like, wait, what? Like yeah. it took a second for the song to even set in because it's been a while since I played Seven. And you're talking about the RPG that was like the zeitgeist. The, the, during the period, the zeitgeist of RPGs where yeah. everyone all of a sudden not only had interest, but Seven was one of the most successful like games of its, mm-hmm. of its time. Um, and one of the highest budgets of its time too. Like it was, it was crazy. I, I feel like I had never seen anything like that before. Um, but yeah, like I just... Cloud, like, wait, what? And this yeah. is not the Smash Ballot character. That is the most interesting thing to me because mm-hmm. they did not say it. They never said this had anything to do with Smash Ballot. To me, that says that at this December You're presentation, right. yeah. they're going to say who got in from that. Mm-hmm. This, to me, says that uh, th- I think this says a lot about Sakurai. Like, if he is the guy who is you know, sort of signing off on yes and no on, on these characters, and I assume he is, I mean, let's think about this. Pac-Man. Uh, Ryu yeah. from Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Now Cloud from yeah. Final Fantasy VII. Sonic's in there too. Like this is this this is that '90s game jam. Like this is it that thing really we, is. that we grew up like yelling at each other about in like classrooms and schools and yeah. lunchrooms and on the and, on the courtyard and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, is now a thing where you can beat the hell out of each other in this game. It's so smart. It's so cool to see it's... this sort of like big mishmash of all things video games in this one it, you know, it really makes me want to bring Snake back that's what I was going to bring up I think that, that that is someone's job is to call up Konami and say look we need to make this happen like l- why better. not this is let's vid- do this, this this is video game expendables at this point yeah. <laughs> right yeah. I mean it's like get the gang together I mean, get, get Snake in there yeah, he's having yeah, a good yeah. year get yeah. him over there <laughs> absolutely yeah it, I mean at first I was kind of like that comes out of left field okay Cloud from Final Fantasy 7 the yeah. game the is not on Nintendo consoles, but um, it's that, that was a really cool character trailer. Yeah, uh, and uh, you make a really good point. Like you get to 
embody those arguments you had when you were a kid. Like, yeah. you want to just duke it out and smash. Sonic's better than Mario. Yeah. All right, prove it. We're in our 20s. You want to fight now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Club slap. <laughs> so, no, Solid uh, Snake could be cool. Cloud in a fight. All right, God, let's try. bring that uh, sneak. Yeah, so, I, I was going to say, whoever's cutting those character reveal trailers, give them give them twice the amount of donuts you fed, fed Bill Turner today. Because <laughs> that guy needs a raise or that girl needs a raise. They're doing an awesome job the way those things, they always, I don't care who it is, they get me excited. I'm not even the biggest Final Fantasy VII fan, <laughs> but watching that reveal, watching that text scroll across the screen and watching his feet come in mm. was just like, this is so awesome. Good. To me, like, it was so the action, like just watching Limit Breaks, all of this fan service. If you watch too, when they, the way they cut that trailer, like there are little moments, like Sakurai trailers or Smash Brothers trailers specifically have these moments interwoven that are sort of capturing something from that character specific to that character's universe or something about that character. Like, for example, they have Cloud laying down and instead of Aerith near him by the flower bed, it's Zelda. Yeah. And they have <laughs> Pikmin on the side <laughs> posing as the flowers like in that in that room. So and I'm just good. like, the staging on this is so clever. All those chocobos uh, at the end too. Yeah, and the chocobos yeah. at the end, there's definitely a chocobo uh, uh, me fighter costume coming. Um, just bravo like on that. And, and on this idea, like, I would be very surprised if someone did not like this idea. And I know Final Fantasy VII has nothing to do with Nintendo, um, least of all Wii U for that matter. But right. man, yeah. what Smash Brothers is turning into with this version of the game is just, I mean, can any? where do you go from here? Like where? When Smash Brothers makes its appearance again on NX or whatever distant future that happens, what could you? What, what do you do? Like I don't know what's left to be done. Yeah, I don't know, right? King but, K. Yeah. Roll, no. <laughs> well, then again, there's there's they've set the bar astronomically high for this game, and people are still playing the GameCube one. So well, yeah, melee <laughs> melee is really big in competitive Smash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, the resurgence of 2013. Yeah, and everybody thinks of Brawl as being the anti-competitive Smash right. uh, version of Smash. Yeah. Um, they have so, their reasons. I, sure. I mean, oh, yeah, valid of course. Reasons, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't play competitive Tripping. Smash at all. But, um, yeah. I, yeah, where could it go from here? I, It's really... There's so much going on in this version. I don't know what they're going to do. I will say my amiibo shelf is about to collapse. Yeah. <laughs> it's God. like every time I'm like, okay, I'm like, I, Mewtwo just arrived from Japan. He's on my desk right now. I was like, I'm done. I'm caught up. And they're like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bunch <laughs> more. Yeah. Lucas is coming. Yep. Uh, Ryu's coming. Cloud one, Ryu's Clouds. So at least three more are left, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Plus whoever got in from the Smash ballot, which I don't think Cloud is. Like I, I, I'm sure people challenged me on it, but they didn't say it. Right. If oh. it was, they would have said it. I hope the Smash ballot one's super cool, so we can get a super cool amiibo out of that. Who's left? Master Chief. That's it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, if I could buy a Master Chief amiibo. I think that would that would break me. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so weird. I, would I think die. you you would see people physically pass out from that die. news. <laughs> you would see people be like, no, it's just, <laughs> just die. Well, yeah. I, uh, Master Chief and Kratos. Yeah. So Phil Spencer said uh, uh, Banjo Kazooie is up for. I, I think there was a tweet about that that he's he tweeted in support of. Yeah, we'd absolutely do Bring it. Bring back Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. Yeah. Diddy Kong racing. Yeah. Diddy Kong, they already made him to me, but what do you want him in a car? <laughs> she does. Go. She wants him in the propeller and the plane. I liked Diddy Kong racing. It was Thank cool. God. So the other day, we needed you like a couple months ago in this office. There was a whole revolt over uh, Diddy Kong racing. Versus what? Mario Kart? I don't remember, but I just remember. Okay, because the ugly. answer is Mario Kart's the well, better. Well, the answer game. is obviously Mario Kart, but Thank I you. did enjoy Diddy Kong Racing. Okay, all right, just thinking. So sure. I was just thinking about Marty Banjo. turned coat. Marty was the biggest Diddy Kong Racing best racing game ever. Marty Sleva, I got a beard, and now he's all like, <laughs> "Nope, that game's no good." He turned around on it. He did good. All the years I know that guy at One Up, he he turns coat now. Man, well, I'm I mean, I'm really fascinated by that 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 debate's been happening for a very long time, really? by the way. And it's it's also happened with Banjo Kazooie and Mario sixty four. And I think on both sides, Nintendo made the better platformer and Nintendo made the better kart racer. And rare fanboys can I'm not gonna say the words. Okay, Whoa. and we're done with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all either way. Thank you for listening to Nintendo Way Share. We are a weekly show on IGN, but we are not the only show on IGN. In fact, Brian Altano is part of the Up at Noon. That's right. Show Up that's here on Thursdays. Uh, it's live. It's awesome. Callie Pleggy is a host on Anime Club, mm -hmm. so don't miss that. Uh, we've also got Podcast Unlocked, Podcast Beyond, yep. all kinds of stuff for you. Um, so make sure you check those out. 
Also, you can email us. Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think of the direct. Email us at mvc at ign.com. Tell us your thoughts. Were you really happy with this thing? I thought they did a great job. Um, it was a it was a it was a bit too long, but there was a lot going on for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My only concern, not enough Wii U for me yet, but we'll see. First party Wii U for me yet. But we'll see what the future holds. And as we get closer to Zelda, I'm sure they'll be talking more about other things. Yeah. Um, lastly, you can find us all on Twitter. You can find Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle. You can find Callie Plaggy at Inky Dojiko, I N K Y D O J I K K O. And well, you, you, find mo- me. you must turn that into like a song. Yeah, I, you just, I, I just no, I do a little a dance on Anime Club. Her, <laughs> like, if, you, if you watch Anime Club, I, I do a little dance sometimes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't do a dance, but I am Jose underscore Otero. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back next week with more Nintendo Voice Chat. This is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.